Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. And Essie Ramirez. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. Join us every week as we present buzzworthy books through author interviews, conversations with editors, and expert opinions from librarians like you. Enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Library Love Fest podcast. We're back with our monthly podcast episode where we tell you what HarperCollins books made the library reads list this month. We're back for the December list and we have a pretty exciting list this month, you know, not to brag, but you'll see a lot of HarperCollins books on this list. You should totally brag. (laughs) Oh, I guess I should also say this is Lainey. (laughs) This is Virginia. And Essie. We are so glad you're here and we're very, very happy about these books. So I'm not going to bury the lead. First, making the list, Bright Burning Things by Lisa Harding. Oh my God, so excited. Next, The Replacement Wife by Darby Kane. Woohoo! She previously had Pretty Little Wife on the December 2020 list. The next book is The Cat Who Saved Books by Sasuke Natsukawa. And last but not least, we have Beast of a Little Land by Juhei Kim. Yay! Yay! And we are very excited to tell you that we have an author in the Hall of Fame um, recently on the HMH side, but now we are representing Ellie Griffiths, who's book the midnight hour is also um adding to her hall of fame list her hall of fame list is quite impressive uh just quickly she had the outcast dead in march 2014 the ghost fields in may 2015 smoke and mirrors october 2016 the stranger diaries march 2019 the stone circle may 2019 and then the nighthawks june 2021 so no stranger to the Hall of Fame list. No stranger to writing. Oh, amazing. List. Yeah. So that's our list. And we're so excited. That's a good one. That's a lot. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, yes. <gasps> so exciting when you are, you know, just waiting to get that email. And then <laughs> when it works, oh boy, is that a great feeling. Oh, yeah. So, so let's play some clips from the authors. This is our favorite part of this podcast where we get to hear the authors react to hearing the news that they made the list. I think it's pretty unique. It's something we started doing maybe two years ago. And I have to say, it's one of my favorite types of episodes we do. I think we should take all the clips and put them on a record. (laughs) Just library (laughs) love constantly. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God. So much fun. Okay. Yeah. Let's listen to them. What do we have? Let's hear from Lisa Harding first. 
Hi everyone, my name is Lisa Harding and I'm the author of Bright Burning Things and I've just been told by my lovely editor Tara Parsons at Harper Via the wonderful news that uh, Bright Burning Things is a library reads pick for December. I am really honoured and thrilled, thank you so much. Libraries have always been such an important part of my life. They're like sacred places where, you know, we shelf after shelf of books and people reading and peace. And yeah, to me, they feel like another kind of church. So this is a particular honour. Thank you so, so much. And to be in Ireland and to know that it's being read by librarians in America is just pure joy. Um, so Bright Burning Things tells the story of Sonia. She's an Irish actress who's no longer acting. She's highly creative, highly charged, highly intelligent, and she's a single mother. And at the time that we meet her in the novel, she is suffering. She is actually a full-blown alcoholic. Um, so she has this, as I say, kind of highly creative, highly charged personality that has nowhere to put these impulses. And I was thinking a lot about this character that I wrote pre-pandemic and how so many of my friends who are performers are experiencing that feeling of where do I put this creative impulse because it's such a huge part of you. I was an actress myself and I stopped seven years ago but luckily for me I have another outlet in writing. So that was my starting point is what do you do with that impulse which is really really huge and in Sonia's case and in my case it came from a place of damage, it came from a place of running away from myself. So Sonia is on her own, she's very isolated, she is struggling with motherhood, her her trauma from her past has come up, which again is something people are experiencing uh, in this pandemic, and she needs help. And the novel is a story of her getting help, seeking help, and it's not a classic tale of recovery, but there is hope, there is magic, and ultimately it's a story of a woman kind of rediscovering herself or you know, that part of her that is full of magic. Um, it's kind of finding that place uh, and building it upon more solid foundations. So it can be a tough read at times, but there is a lot of love. And ultimately, it is a testament to the power of Sonia's ability to love her little boy. And thank you so much. I'm utterly thrilled. Hmm. Oh, my God. That's when she says it's like church. I just, yeah. That was yeah. the part that stuck out for me too. Yeah. Yeah. She's lovely. Yeah. That Facebook live that we had done with her was just so great. She's so interesting. That book is, oof, it's a, it's a gut punch, but it's also funny too. I mean, there's, it's not, you know, it's not without its moments of real release, comic release in a weird way, you know, yeah. just self-effacing and flood characters and, you know, a funny sort of a kid but it's a great story yeah. about motherhood and love and but addiction you know and yeah. really really important book and if you haven't read it or even if you read the e-galley the audiobook which is read by the author is available on edelweiss as an alc and netgalley and it's beautiful i listened to the audiobook and um you really cheer for sonia and her her wins and you're devastated at her losses. It's, it's really, mm. ugh. I know. 
Did we draw comparisons between this book or these characters and Willie Blotton when we were talking about, I feel like we did that. I don't know, but I, I just, you know, it's sort of this along, like you're rooting for this person to do the right thing, to take hold of your life. And so easier said than done, especially when you're talking about chemical dependency. But I just, you know, but at the heart of this, this character, as Willie Blotton characters are, it's just like this real tortured, but good, well-intentioned soul, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Oh, very excited that that made the list. Um, Next is The Replacement Wife, and we're going to hear from Darby Kane. Hello, this is Darby Kane, the author of The Replacement Wife. I am so honored and grateful to be chosen as a Library Reads pick for December 2021. It has been a really difficult 18 months in lockdown and pandemic panic. And actually, is it 18 months? Is it a decade? It feels like a decade. I think we can all agree it feels like a decade. Uh, But that's part of the reason this honor is so special, that I wrote through frustration and fear and a little bit of anger, a little bit of not knowing and all of that. And to have that book chosen as a library reads pick really, really is amazing. So thank you. It's also special because I have a great love for librarians. That love started when I was a shy, introverted, awkward, so awkward, really, you should see the photos, so awkward, uh, preteen. And I was on the run from junior high school bullies. And what would happen is lunchtime was the time where you really had to hide. And my school librarian would unlock the door and let me come in and sit there and eat if I wanted to, which is probably a no-no, but let me eat. And she encouraged my love of reading. And honestly, she gave me a safe space. And I really, really appreciated that. And to this day, I continue to believe that librarians save lives. Not only do you do the amazing work of finding the right books for the right readers, which readers and authors, we owe you so much for that, but you do more than that. And I I I do appreciate that, and I hope you know that a lot of us out here appreciate that. It's a little funny to be talking about saving lives when (laughs) uh, my book is a thriller, which is not about saving lives. Not really, although kind of, because The Replacement Wife is about Alyssa, and Alyssa, I think, is a pretty relatable uh, woman. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's a nice woman who lives in a nice house and has a pretty nice life, and, uh, a nice husband, a nice kid. She's, she had some difficult things happen a year before, but she's working through it. And then she figures out that her brother-in-law is not so nice. Uh, the women in his life have a habit of disappearing or dying, which is not good. And she has to figure out if she is willing to upend everything uh, and put herself in danger to figure out what's really going on. Now, I'm a scaredy cat by nature, so I would probably hide in a closet, but Alyssa is a much stronger, (laughs) braver person than I am. And I hope you all love her and love The Replacement Wife. And again, thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. That was making me tear up a little. That was was special. I know. I would have been a friend in school. Totally. (laughs) Hanging in the library together. How great to have that, you know, treasure trove of books. 
Yeah. Pretty great. Pretty great. So we next is very special because we, I think, have our very first translation on the podcast. So um, this is The Cat Who Saved Books by Suzuki Natsukawa, um, who sends this beautiful sentiment, which I will now read to you. Uh, it fills me with joy to know that this simple story of mine, which was born in Japan, has reached so many people overseas. Books are my dearest friends. Books have taught me so much. They taught me integrity, self-esteem, contempt for the despicable, and that money is not the most important thing in life. I hope someone striving to live each day to the fullest will find in this book an important friend. That is Suzuki Natsukawa, signed doctor and author. <laughs> so beautiful. That's a visually stunning jacket, and the book is just beautiful. You know, the fact that he took time from his busy schedule to write this—that means a lot to you. Yeah, it's really wonderful. What a, absolutely. It's just lovely. Um, okay. Yeah. And a special thank you to his editor, Juan Mila, who helped us organize that and, and got the translation and all of these things to make sure we got that reading on the podcast. Cause that was really, really special. So thank you, Juan. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, just this lovely idea, Lainey, that you had to, you know, get the author's responses, you know, and to hear what they have to say or to read what they, you know, their, their words that they've had a moment to collect their thoughts. And they're also honored to be on the list. And, um, you know, nine out of 10 times we have something from every author that's made the list. And it's usually like they're, you know, there's always some sort of extenuating circumstance that they can't, you know, do this i think it's just really cool to hear from them and it does mean so much to them you can tell you can tell from what they're saying how they're saying it what they're writing it's just really beautiful yeah hmm. it it gives me the uh, what did chris used to say it gives me the, the warm fuzzies the tingly the tinglies <laughs> <laughs> it really does because you just feel very warm you know everybody's so happy it's a happy time yeah yeah. Doing this assignment is not an assignment. It's not a chore. <laughs> it's like you can tell it just means so much to them. And, you know, it means so much to us when we get that list. And then, I don't know, it's just a full circle kind of love fest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So next, let's hear from Juhei Kim. Hi, librarians. My name is Juhei Kim, author of Beasts of a Little Land. Thank you so much for choosing Beasts of a Little Land as a December Library Reads pick. I am so honored by your support. I credit me becoming an author to uh, my aunt, who was a librarian, and I remember her taking me to her work and um, being four or five years old and spending all day at the library with her and being lost in the stacks and reading all day and being mesmerized. And that really what became the foundation for me 
um, being a lifetime reader and presently an author. So thank you so much for all the work that you do in inspiring young people and people of all ages to love books and to open their world and make it a little bit wider. Um, and I hope you enjoy Beasts of a Little Land, an epic story of love, war, and redemption set against the backdrop of the Korean independence movement. And thank you so much for recommending it to your patrons. Oh, I love that everyone we bring on the podcast all has a, a story associated with librarians or libraries. Everyone has like a good memory there. Yeah. Yeah, it's special. Yeah. I feel very, it does, we joke a lot that, you know, it's not the Oscars, but it's pretty close, but kind of true, you know, it is a, an award that you're getting and you get to kind of say your things, but also like credit those people who are special in your life, especially a lot of the time they're librarians and I don't know, that makes, that's nice to hear too. It is. And when you think about it, I mean, it is only 10 titles. I mean, yeah, there's the, there's the hall of fame and that is um, no less important of anything. It's, yeah, it's, um, it's showing the breadth of their work and that they've been on the list twice already. So it's, um, <clears throat> the um, Hall of Fame is, is a really special selection of authors. But if you think about these 10 slots, out of all the books that are published every month by all of these houses, it is a really big deal. Librarians have chosen your, your title, the book that you worked on. and Let's face it, too. I mean, this is, you know, this is pre-pub. It's not even on sale yet. And so pretty exciting, you know, to prime that pump. And um, for an author to to find out that the book has made this list is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, um, congratulations to all of our authors for making the list and our Hall of Fame author, Ellie Griffiths. What a... Show, we showed up and we showed out. We like we have a great list, <laughs> and we're just so excited. So happy reading! Um, all these mm. e galleys are available. So if you haven't read them already, go get a copy, and um, we'll hopefully see you next month. I hope so. It'd be too weird to have a podcast and we don't say anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> <sighs> oh. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for voting. Until next month. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information on this week's episode, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest and on Instagram at Harper Library. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and share the show with a friend. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, we bet you'll enjoy all of the other podcasts from HarperCollins Publishers. Find a list of shows at harpercollins.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.